0: Welcome to another episode of the Soccer Phil Show, and Happy New Year. It's 2023, and on today's show, we've got some very special guests. First, we have Shaquille Moore, a member of the U.S. men's national team, coming hot off his World Cup, his first World Cup, and we've got Keith Davis, the director of coaching of Lauderhill Lions, who has been there for almost 40 years. So sit back and enjoy. And again, welcome to season three and another episode of the Soccer Phil Show. Right, guys. So just to just to paint the picture for you, I am um, I'm here at the Lauder Hill Sports Complex. It is January 3rd. And Shaquille Moore has come to his stomping ground, his old stomping ground where um, he actually started his soccer career. Um, so a lot of people don't know that. But he actually started his soccer career at Lauder Hill Lions when he was the age of four and five years old where that's where he first started to play uh rec soccer and a little bit travel um as he got a little bit older and then he moved on from there but um his father actually played on the adult team uh, that i played on for lauder hill lions and keith davis was actually um the coach of the team so we go back a a very long time and um right now he's actually on the field and he came here to uh, visit the club and basically make an appearance to all the players so he's there on the field now there's about 100 players here and it's a pretty cool scene and uh you know they're signing autographs or taking pictures and he just uh was here to give back to the community that uh once gave him hope and dreams so um as soon as he's done we're gonna step right into that interview so um we'll be starting in a few seconds here so uh hope you enjoy it and um let's get into it Guys, welcome to the Soccer Phil Show. This is Phil Zayas coming to you from beautiful Lauderhill, Florida. Uh, Today's guests are U.S. national team member Shaq Moore and uh, Keith Davis, who is the director of coaching of Lauderhill Lions. Um, I'm gonna start this off, I'm gonna try to be quick. I know uh, I value Shaq's time. Shaq, welcome to the show. Thank you. Well, thank you for having me. Um, Shaq, I you know the connection here and I just so the, I paint a picture for the audience is um I I played for Lauderhill when I was 16 young player Keith Davis who's sitting next to us was like a father figure to me and he took me into this men's team of older players and your father was the captain of the team and um I just remember the the leadership that he provided to all those men but as a young player being 16 years old it was so impactful he was very positive he was Obviously he was a great player. He played for Trinidad uh, back in the day and he was a great player, but his leadership was really incredible and was impactful on my life. And as I became a leader in the soccer community as a coach and and a scout and everything I do, people like your father and Keith helped impact my career. So I wanted to ask you, being that he's your father and you're now playing on the US national team in a World (coughs) Cup, Uh, what impact did he have on your career as as the professional player you are today?
1: Yeah, Pops had a, a big impact on me. Obviously, like you said, he played, you know, at a high level. So um he always was was really tough on us, you know, knowing that, you know, nothing nothing comes easy if you wanna, you know, do great things. He talked about mental toughness, he talked about, you know, fall, get back off. He fall he talked about anytime you got an obstacle, comes with the package, just shake it off and and uh, keep on going. So I would say, I would say my mom too. Also, also played a huge part in my in my development as well. Just kind of the thinking part of the game. To not just brute force. You know, sometimes you can you know take the see the game in other ways. But like you said,
0: pops obviously you know he played. So we we, we related really well. Now, being that you said mom and dad were obviously both impactful. Did mom talk to you about the football like? tactics and stuff like that did she give her opinion or did she just leave that to dad so i was like
1: as coach keith knows he will tell you i was a kind of a crybaby, a little emotional side and she would kind of just kind of try to calm me down and be like all right no problem next again whether my dad is kind of like get up like you know tough love come you know kind of you know, no no more that type of angle so I think it was a great balance coming from
0: from to She sounded like she was more nurturing.
1: Exactly, exactly. You know how mothers are. Of course. She was the perfect balance of not too, you know, one side is a little bit more rough, other side is you know more, you know, soothing. And we need that. Exactly, exactly, especially as men growing up, you know. Absolutely. not everything is just, you know, brute
0: force, you know, something you can sit down analyze and you can, you know, get better that way as well. Absolutely. Um Keith, what at what age was was Shaq in the club? Well,
2: I'd like to think, Scott, 6 months, but <laughs> you know. Because he's been there from day one. From um, the time his mom was carrying him in his womb, she was always at the games. And um, when he came out, uh, two, three years old, Wendell had him at the field. Uh, You know, I spoke earlier where I said I remember one game Wendell was playing and he ran on the field. We couldn't get him off. We had to stop the game. Was that a Gold Coast League game
0: yeah, so we at the going? pit? Yes, yes. I, rem- I was there. <laughs> I was there. I remember. Uh, we had to stop the game. I remember because I was on the bench yeah. and Shaq was next. Was like right there next to me, so I remember him running. I remember it like it was yesterday. That's crazy. i time Sorry, flies. I to stop the game
1: for you guys.
0: <laughs> it was entertaining <laughs> in the moment. So very well, so that we could say it's always been in the blood. It's always been in the blood. Well, and when you see your dad doing it yeah, naturally, naturally you you want to do it.
2: I think from day one everyone who saw him saw how much he loved the game, how competitive he was, knew he was gonna make it to the next level. I mean, we didn't know it would lead to all of this, but we knew he was gonna play professional somewhere, you
0: know. So and you have a you have six brother or six brothers Is that five right? of us so six and all okay yeah, and yeah. you have a yo- doesn't have a, you have a younger one that, that plays for atlanta right now
1: yeah so he's he was playing in atlanta he played for nashville and now he's getting ready for the u u17
0: uh championship for conquer gaff so we're training him to be so nice runs in the family okay cool cool um so we'll have to keep an eye on the younger okay, one sir, coming Tyrell up Moore. okay keep an eye on him. i got him uh I'll, my i will mm-hmm. be focused on him for sure um so what was it like going through the process of being selected to the World Cup uh, squad, especially, like, the few months leading up? I could imagine, you know, you probably had an idea that there's a chance, but was there anxiety toward it? Was, as, the time, as, as the time got closer, were you, like, worried? What, what, how, did, how did that take place? And then ex- explain, like, when you got the call. Like, what was that like?
1: Yeah, that's a good question. Obviously, leading up to the World Cup, I was probably more of an outsider maybe looking in in terms of the squad, you know, so um, I think that kind of, actually kind of helped me in a way to just kind of keep on working hard, keep on, you know, you know grinding. And, you know, whenever I had like a chance to kind of get into the, to the last, you know, kind of camp to kind of show myself you know, before the World Cup, I think that kind of played in my, health, in my in my my hand to kind of just keep on working hard and be ready. So um, obviously there's a lot of anxiety, you know, obviously the last kind of, you know, the last couple of weeks leading up, you know, you want to put a good impression on the coach, but you got to balance that with actually playing well and, um, you know, trying to cement your spot in, in, in the roster. So definitely a lot of emotions. Um, my, my main thing was just kind of try my best, put my, my best foot forward. And then I'll be, you know, happy whatever, whatever happened. Luckily, you know, it worked out, but that was kind of my, my thing. Just try your best and then you will be able to, you know, live with the results. So, and then when I got the call, obviously that was, you know,
0: a uh, very, did Greg call uh, you. So
1: yeah, Greg called us all individually on FaceTime. And, um, you know, he he told us the news and, um, I remember because he's actually yeah. So what's up? How are you? Are you recovering well, we are gonna need you. And I was like, what do you, what do you mean? And he's like, yeah. And then he's like, yeah. Congratulations. We're gonna name you to the roster, whatever, whatever. So it was definitely a, a emotional moment. It felt like you know all the hours that I put in as a kid, as a young teenager, as a man now. It felt like it all just kind of you know played paid off, and it, you know it was a really really good moment. Did
0: did you cry? I got at emotional. any point. I got emotional. Yeah, I'm not gonna lie. I like in the moment or it kind of like. It hit you after, and you're like, "Wait a minute." Yeah, I think oh. as
1: soon as I hung up and like
0: it was like a few seconds of processing, I think that's when I realized, "Wow!" Like, and just kind of just teared up a bit. It was it was emotional. Well, I, I I'm sure Keith would agree with this. I think there's a number of people who probably cried as well. Yeah. Just tears of joy <laughs> that they they watched you grow up and they were so happy to see that you that you've that you're representing this community and, and your family and exactly. you've worked so hard. And I think we're all proud of you. So, um, you know, I'm sure you, you were not alone. <laughs> um, so um, what, what advice would you give to the kids at Lauder Hill and all the young players in South Florida um, in regards to chasing this dream that you're, that's becoming a reality for you?
1: I would say the main thing is probably to stay positive. Um, I think a lot of times growing up down here, you know, you feel like maybe you don't get the recognition or, you know, people don't really, you know, show South Florida love that they kind of, you know, deserve knowing that there's actually a lot of, you know, talent down here. So I would say just keep on working hard. Um, You know, you're probably going to get bumps and bruises. You're going to get coaches that tell you, man, uh, you know, he's not playing in a big enough market. He's not in New York. He's not in Cali. He's not in, you know, wherever. So. I would say just stay positive, keep working hard. You got good guys around you, and um, yeah, you can always you know find, pave the way for yourself. And especially you know seeing guys like me, you know knowing that you know if, if he can do it, you know they can do it as well. So I would say just to stay the course and keep working, keep working hard. Yeah, because
0: there was I mean i we've all fo- I mean we've followed your career, and I know you were at Levante at one point, right? And um, um, I think I think you got loaned out at yeah. some point, right? And so you know it, there's those are challenges and. Um, and I'm sure there's people that doubt, you know, that always I'm are going to always going to doubt all of us, right? But staying positive and it sounded like being patient too. You mm-hmm. were patient. I know I had some conversations with your dad too, mm-hmm. and, and I was like, Ju-, and I remember saying, just be patient, and 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 you think you guys were, and it, it definitely paid off. So um, that's great, Keith. What does this mean to the kids and? of Lauderhill and the families and the community, seeing Shaq here after playing in a World Cup. What does this mean to, to well, that?
2: Well, Phil, um, you were out there tonight and witnessed most of it. And uh, it's a dream come true, not just for Shaq, but for the whole community. Um, kids are now gonna look at him and say, if Shaq can make this, I can make it too. I can get there. Um, but they have to realize that it's not it's got good in hard work. And he did that. He went through his trials and tribulations people don't even know. You know, I've heard stories of him living in rat-infested um, apartment in Europe, mm-hmm. just trying to survive to make it to the next level. But overall, um, you know, North it's a city that sometimes gets a bad name. And having Shaq and knowing that he came through all of this and reached the heights that he did is uh, something great for the community and the kids.
0: And Shaq, I noticed when we were out there with all the kids, um, you, had, you had said something that, it hit me, and and you said, looking at you, it's like I'm looking at myself. So what did it mean for you to be in front of, I don't know, it was probably about 100 kids out there, you know, from this community. You were once one of those kids. What was it like for you just being in that situation?
1: First of all, I just want to say thank, thank you to all of them that came out. That was I was not expecting that, the energy that they had, the enthusiasm they had, the smiles that they had on their face. I just want to say thank you to them. And it's, a, it's actually an honor for me to be able to inspire them. But yeah, like you said, your question, just having them there and being there for them, it, it was great. You know, like you said, I, I see myself in them and a lot. um, Kind of a young player trying to, you know, pave your way with dreams of kind of being a professional one day. Um, not knowing how you're going to do it, but just having that vision, that kind of faith that that you know that hope that one day you know you'll get you'll get to that so that was that was a great moment honestly um you know obviously I I we didn't have guys that kind of came you know made it like that when I was growing up so that's why I shouted out to like the guys I said before the docs the Shane Malcolm the Mark Rose Jovan Martin you know coach coach (laughs) coach Keith knows these guys man these guys you know these guys were on the only team that i actually you know looked up to as well my brother CJ playing on the team Sean Sean McFarland, all these guys, yeah. man, these guys kind of paved the way and gave me, you know, someone to kind of look up to in the dock. <laughs> dock all these guys, man. They gave me, you know, the, 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 the people in my own community that you know, were, were ahead of me to kind of, you know, give me
0: that way to kind of dream for. So I want to say just thank you to them as well. Um, let, let's fast forward now. So now you're at the World Cup and you're wearing a red, white, and blue and the national anthem's playing. What's that like? Man, I can still see it right now. Um, honestly,
1: it's the most one of the most emotional things you can kind of have. Um, obviously, playing in a World Cup representing your country. Big, big, big deal. Um, you know, the, the skin on your on your on your on your hands, they you get like goosebumps. Um, your hair kind of pops up a little. You you get these chills, knowing that you know the whole world is watching and representing a country like America. So. It was definitely, definitely, a proud moment. Um, I didn't take it lightly. I tried to enjoy it as much as possible. You never know when these opportunities come again. Um, I was thankful to get on the field. I know some guys maybe didn't get any, you know, any time on the field. So I can, I can say I'm blessed. I'm, I'm you know, I'm thankful. Um, coming all the way from here to be able to, you know, here them, to be able to make it on the world stage was was a proud
0: moment for me and my family. And um, so what's next for Shaq? I know you play for for Nashville. Um. <clears throat> what are your dreams and aspirations going forward what's you know now you've played in the world cup what's next what's your what's your what's your next goal and what are your dreams moving forward yeah
1: like like you said now
0: back to nashville obviously you want to do you know big
1: big things there you know it's a new team new new stadium you know good fan base so obviously i want to you know start to put put nashville on the map you know as well as in terms of the organization get respect around the league you know win trophies make it a prominent franchise in the league so i'd say that's probably you know, my main focus, you know, going forward, you know, getting, getting Nashville on the map and, you know, you know, coming back as a World Cup player, everything, you know, I take everything more, more seriously, you know, with a, as an example, as one of the leaders, as, you know, one of the
0: references on the team. So I take it, take it very seriously. Well, and the next World Cup's here. So, you know, obviously we, we want to see you in it mm-hmm. again. And uh, hopefully now we can go a little bit further. I think we can. Mm-hmm and we have a young group, so you guys are going to be fun to watch the next two World Cups. I mean, it's... Yeah, 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 we have a good group, man. Hopefully, you know, in the
1: next couple of years, everyone can, you know, can develop, you know, hopefully new guys come in as well to kind of, you know, bring the team forward as well. So, so yeah, I think it's an exciting, exciting time for soccer in this country, and um, yeah, I think
0: we'll we do great. Well, Shaq, thank you very much for being on. I think a lot of people are going to appreciate hearing this, and uh, you've been an inspiration to this community and, and all of South Florida, so thank you for everything you're doing, and, we're all behind you, cheering you on. So good luck. And Keith, thank you for everything you do. How, how long have you been with Lauder Alliance? It's been a long, I was 16 years old. 40 years. Huh? 40 years. That's a long time. But, you know, you're the fruit of your labor is guys like Shaq that are making it. And I think we all also appreciate you and what you do. And just you the fact that you pour into people's lives, young people, is, is huge. So, uh, guys, thank you for listening. And uh, Shaq, thanks again. And uh, until next time. Okay, guys, this concludes the interview with Shaq Moore from the U.S. Men's National Team and Keith Davis from Lauderhill Lions. Thanks again for listening. I think we could take away a lot uh, from this interview. Um, And one of the things Keith mentioned about, you know, the things we don't see where he had to, you know, Shaq had to make a lot of sacrifices when he was, you know, working his way up in Spain and trying to make a name for himself. Um, you know, it's, it's those things, uh, but you know, Shaq, Shaq took some risks and sometimes we have to take risks. Sometimes you gotta be willing, willing to lose it all to, to, to win it all. And, um, you know, sometimes you gotta take risks and you gotta go for it, you know, and have, have no regrets. So Shaq's, um, you know, he's done very well for himself and we're all very proud of him. So thanks again, guys, uh, for listening. And, um, I've got a few more podcasts coming out soon. So until next time, take care and God bless.